0: Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, Share our tears as we go through the hard times Just and rise up as we if become feel empowered to meet at our anytime, challenges head please on. stop. On listening. today's show, you can come I back anytime you are in and a safe place why it is to listen such to a the valid of the podcast, but why your it's also safety is so the most to learn important to let go. thing to consider. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by the How to Increase Your Self-Worth to Increase Your Net Worth online workshop. This workshop is here to help anyone who is healing their life after being hurt, to rediscover the treasures that lie within themselves and to help them find their feet again, to be able to move confidently in the direction of a rich and rewarding life to find out more to manifest an abundant life and to sign up for the next workshop go to sandy's keys to success at sandyj.com.au hello and welcome to another episode of tiara's tears and triumphs uh this week's episode i am uh i've been mulling over what to talk about in this week's episode and the thing that kept popping up is anger and why it's so important to find ways to let go of anger. So firstly I just I really want to say that all emotions are valid and have their place okay. So this uh, emotion of anger, we can sometimes, um, I think, get a bit mm, judgmental of ourselves and maybe give ourselves a bit of a hard time for experiencing this emotion. Uh, we'd all like to experience more of other emotions, um, which are positive emotions in our life, and that is fantastic to aspire to have more of those emotions in our life. And that is a big part of what this episode is about. So the anger isn't anger. There you go. I just had a slip, but the emphasis is not all on anger. The emphasis is going to be on these other emotions as well. And why it is so important to let go of the emotion of anger. But as I said, um, all emotions are absolutely valid and anger is an emotion that is an indicator that tells us that there is something wrong that we need to pay attention to. So there are many different reasons why we can feel angry. So I'll just tell you that the one of the biggest prompts that I had to do this episode this week is because I saw a post in a Facebook group. And in this post, somebody posed the question, does anybody else feel really angry because of their abusive partner or abusive ex-partner? And the response was huge to this post. And it took me back to that time when I was caught in a cycle of abuse and it took me back to that time after I'd managed to break free from the cycle of abuse and my life was in a complete shambles and I was wondering where to start to start piecing my life back together again and um, how to go about creating a new life for myself and my children and how to get back some stability and uh, create some normality again in our lives. So this anger of emotion came with me through that journey of being in a cycle of abuse and through the other side of that as I was beginning to find ways to recover from what I had been through. So this is why my motivation for doing this episode and also for this podcast is to try and provide some solutions for the challenges that victims and survivors are facing. And these by knowing that these challenges are very real. And the more tips, techniques, and strategies that I can provide to help to navigate the challenges. Um, the more fulfilled I will be knowing that I have helped somebody on their path through these very challenging times. So that was my big motivation is seeing this um, Facebook post and having that flashback for myself, knowing exactly how that emotion of anger uh, as I said, basically traveled with me through that time in my life. And um, I just wanted to also share that it's really funny, actually, because once I decided upon this episode as being the one that I would cover today. Um, I had popped out to the supermarket or the the grocery store um, this morning to get a few things. We were having some family over for lunch for one of my children's birthdays, um, which has just been recently. And uh, so I got back home and... I opened up the fridge to get the um, refrigerated stuff put away and I noticed that there was a milk carton that was lying on its side uh, on one of the shelves and there were also lots of other containers on this shelf and the shelf was swimming in milk that had leaked out of this container because... Um, the lids on milk cartons here in Australia are notoriously bad for um, for being tight enough to actually hold the leak the liquid without it um, leaking out and for this reason um, I've always got my milk stored in the door of the fridge where it can stay upright but somebody in my family um, had not known uh that this would be the outcome and had accidentally put the fridge in the fridge in rather the milk in the fridge sideways and um and the milk spilt as a consequence now um there's a saying you know don't cry over spilt milk and um it's easier said than done. I did, it definitely didn't reduce me to tears, don't worry, but it did have some anger bubble up in me and like the milk starts sort of spilling over. I was able to put a lid on it, you know, very quickly because it's a very small accident that happened, but it didn't stop from that feeling of anger from rising up in me. So even the smallest little accidents and incidents can bring up this feeling of anger. And um, the reason that I use this illustration, and I think this illustration was given to me in this mess that I stumbled on this morning, is to show you that anger is a valid feeling, even for small, relatively inconsequential things like the milk in the fridge. So if you're experiencing anger over much bigger problems that are happening in your life or challenges that you're facing in your life, then that is an indication that there is something is spilling over in your life that's creating a mess and it's time to pay attention to what that is and what it is that you can possibly do um, to clean that mess up and I'm not saying that cleaning up the mess is your responsibility and I'll get to that Um, but I want to talk to you about uh, about some of the outcomes with this particular scenario of what happened to me this morning with the milk spilling in the fridge is I chose to deal with it in a certain way and having an awareness that we actually have choices in the way that we respond and then perhaps understanding why we've chosen to respond to things in a certain way can really help us just having this awareness to um, to let go of anger. Okay, so I could have done the rounds. I've got three teenage kids. They're home on school holidays at the moment, and. Um, as teenagers they love to sleep in we had a big day yesterday big outing we were all up out the door really early yesterday didn't get home until quite late had an amazing day but today was a day for a sleep in for the kids so um, I and my husband was out at work and so in that moment because I knew that I had other more important things to do with my day including getting this episode done is I made a decision I made a choice I chose to not wake my children up, up not to you know find out who might have been responsible for it and say right we'll get up now and come and clean up this mess that you've made instead I chose to clean up the mess myself without saying anything to my children at that time but when i made the choice i did that knowing that of my intention that come dinner time when we're all together that it would have an opportunity there for me to be able to talk about what I found in the fridge this morning without pointing a finger and blaming anybody or even without expecting anybody to really own up to what had happened. But the main point is to make everybody aware that when somebody puts the milk in the fridge on its side, that there's a very good likelihood that it will spill and it will leak and it will make a mess so having everybody have this awareness giving them this feedback about what happened this morning there's it's not even going to be necessary for me to um, to point anybody out or get anybody necessarily to even um, apologize for what they've done it's it really just about this feedback of having this awareness of doing something a certain way has this undesirable outcome that, and if we do it a different way by putting the milk into the fridge, in the door upright, that we won't get this messy outcome. So I chose to do it this way. That way I can just get on with my day and I've actually let go of any anger because I've already made a choice of how I'm going to deal with this Proactively to get the outcome that I want, which is that nobody puts the milk carton in the fridge on its side, that everybody now knows that this is the right way to do it, and this is the way that's going to avoid have creating the same mess again. So this particular scenario. Um, And I'm not saying that this is necessarily the right way to go about things. This is just what I've chosen to do with this situation. I could have chosen to go about this differently. And it is not about letting anybody off the hook in terms of them not having to take any responsibility. I guess if I wanted to let anybody off the hook with taking responsibility and this will definitely play a part in um, narcissistic relationships or abusive relationships and I'll go into that a bit um, right now actually so I will just talk about this right now is that there's probably going to be reasons why um you will not take things to the narcissistic person that they've done to you and ask them to be responsible for them. And this will usually be out of self-preservation. You will have been in a cycle for a while and seen that there is no positive outcome for you from trying to get them to change to give you the outcome that you desire and so because you're in self-preservation mode you won't ask them to take the responsibility that they should be taking the thing about narcissistic people is that they don't want to take responsibility for anything and they want to make you feel responsible so it's a catch-22 and this catch-22 is infuriating. It is layer upon layer. Not only is that person messing things up for your life, they don't want to take any responsibility for it. And not only do they not want to take any responsibility for it, they want you to take responsibility for it. So that's a lot of weight to be carrying around. And I'm not saying that there is anything that you can actually do to change that, but I am going to give you things that you can do to help you to navigate your way through this and let go of some of the anger so that that anger is not dragging along with you every step of the way and there's an old saying that you can either get bitter or you can get better and if you hold on to anger that's a surefire way for you to get bitter And if you stay in that cycle of being bitter, the more you stay in that cycle, it can become ingrained into your character and it will also, and this is the big part of it that I'm going to go into with you, is about how like attracts like. And I will explain that more soon, okay? So the thing that we want to do is we want to get better. We want a better outcome for ourselves. We don't want to be dragged into this becoming this person who is bitter to the core. We, we want to become a person who becomes better so that you can have joy in your life again. You can have peace in your life again. You can have freedom in your life again. These are the things to aspire to. These are the things that can be possible. Not saying it's easy, but I'm saying that it is achievable and I'm saying this because I have achieved it. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect, I'm very much a work in progress, that there are many transformations I've been through in my life, on my healing journey, coming out of an abusive relationship and going from victim to survivor and then on to somebody who is thriving, which is where you can go and it is possible. And I just want you to know it is possible. There are ways, and my aim in this episode is to provide you with ways to help you through this phase of victimhood and into survivorhood so that you can transition into that um, pathway of healing and becoming better. Not only that, but actually, you know, blossoming in your life and experiencing those things that you have been craving so much to feel—that joy, that um, that freedom, and that serenity, that that peace of mind—that has been you've been longing to experience. Okay, now as I said, um, you know we are all human, and as humans, we're not perfect. And in fact, we we are here, we're all here when we ask ourselves, you know, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? Well, one of your purposes in being here is to grow and develop to your fullest potential. And the way in which you grow and develop, you know, part of that growth and development is Um, comes through it all comes through feedback and this feedback can be from things like stumbling from falling down from bumping into something when we hurt ourselves or when something happens to us this is the way this is the feedback that helps us to learn not to do something a certain way to do it another way and as we get this feedback it's an opportunity for us to just grow and develop so this is a part and that there's um as we're growing and developing we can take on this responsibility I suppose for want of a better word with making mistakes and um, that association with making mistakes of feeling guilty and um and guilt also under that whole umbrella is blame blame and shame and that is a you know a a big part of the cycle of abuse and it's an umbrella that we need to learn to um come out from under that umbrella and into you know, when when it stops pelting down with rain and when we're out of that storm that we've been in, in an abusive relationship, that's part of the learning is to learn to see mistakes as being feedback as just an opportunity for us to learn and grow. So like I said right at the beginning that Um, you know we are driven by our emotions and anger is an emotion and anger is there to teach us something about what is going on in our lives so it's really important to tune into your emotions and see what is causing it so now so we're just talking about this the blame and shame game I guess um We'll get back to the story of the spilt milk in my fridge this morning, which, by the way, is no longer. It's all cleaned up and it didn't take me more than five minutes to do. But, um, you know, I, I would much rather an acknowledgement that everyone understands the milk needs to be upright in the door of the fridge rather than an apology. And then the next day I find the milk is back on the shelf, laying on its side, leaking all over the shelf and everything that is stored on the shelf. So for me, when this sort of thing happens, which is a similar sort of thing to what goes on in um, a cycle of abuse and an abusive relationship, is that, and this is part of the lo- the love bombing Um, cycle of the abusive cycle is that we receive hollow platitudes so basically we're just being told by the person they're telling us what they think that we need to hear to keep them in their good books Um, so It doesn't actually mean anything to them. They have no real intentions of taking the underlying request on board because it's not important to them. So what happens in this instance is that, as I said before, there's another layer of anger which is created that makes it difficult to let go of the initial anger and now the anger morphs into feelings of resentment, and the next step after that is it morphs into bitterness. Okay, so that initial flare-up of anger can come and go, and, and I, I can get back to being my normal happy productive self when the mistake has been dealt with and the person who has wronged you is willing to take responsibility for what they've done, and they show that they care enough about you and what you have said to be considerate, to learn from their mistake so that they will hopefully not repeat it again. So I'm not even going to get into um, into the construct of consequences, because that's another law, a universal law, which I will, which is basically going into the law of karma. Um, And we'll talk about that another day. It's a really interesting conversation. And there's been a lot that I've learned about karma as I have been on my own Um, growth and development path and karma is quite a different thing for me these days than what it was um, you know some years ago when I already thought that I would you know I've been on a personal development journey for years and years and years uh, really since I was probably in my teens and I've always seen myself as being spiritually Um, a spiritually aware person and as you go through life and you go through the experiences of life that have different lessons to teach you, uh, you have reached another understanding of Things like the law of karma that you had a very different understanding to um, in your younger years. So I will share my understanding of karma in another episode because I think it's a really um, very interesting topic to cover, especially when it comes to abusive relationships and, and what that means for the perpetrators of that abuse what what's their karma what does that look like Um, and yeah I just it would be something I really relish getting into it's a really interesting conversation to have but that is a conversation we will leave to another day today's conversation is all about letting go of anger and how we can do it so um, yeah, the spilt milk is a very simple example of human nature and emotions. I'm sure you have heard of the saying, like I said, don't cry over spilt milk. It's, um, it's a pain that there's a mess that's been created that needs to be cleaned up when you Unequivocally have better things to do with your time, and it was not your fault that this has happened, but it's not worth holding on to feelings of anger. So that really, having that awareness is really, really powerful to understand that it doesn't serve you to hold on to anger after you've done what you can. So the underlying message is that once you have cleaned up the mess and let the person know to take more care then it is in your best interests and everyone else's, if you let it go and you move on. And the ideal scenario in that situation with what I've just said is that the other person cleans up their mess, not you clean up the other person's mess. Uh, but If that's not possible, then the next thing to do is to not hold on to it after you've cleaned it up, but to let it go because resentment leads to bitterness and bitterness will really bring a lot of misery into your life. So I'll explain why, but before I do, I want to tell you that I'm in no way comparing spilt milk to abusive behavior, and I'm certainly not saying that it is easy to let go of anger towards a person who is hell-bent on using and abusing you. Your anger is justifiable and relevant and should not be ignored But anger is an emotion that impacts in such a negative way that when it it is held on to, it will make your life a misery. When you are angry, you lose joy. When you are angry, you lose peace. When you are angry, you can become bitter. When you are angry you can lose control and go into a blind rage. When you are angry you can become resentful. When you are angry you become aggressive. When you are angry you lose patience. Anger has its place but holding on to it can keep you in the very place you want to be free from. What I mean by this is that we all live life with certain laws. Nobody escapes them. You all have heard of the law of attraction. Now most people talk about using the law of attraction to manifest more abundance in their life but what people don't talk about enough about is how the law of attraction is working all the time with good and with bad what I mean by this is that like attracts like so if you practice awareness of your emotions you can see how your emotions will attract more and more of the same to you If you're angry and have done all that you can to speak your mind assertively about the thing that has happened, which has made you angry, this is the point where it is up to the other person to either take responsibility or not for what they have done. You have done your part. But when you hold on to anger, when you go to bed angry, when you wake up angry, you're functioning in the energy of anger. And the law of attraction will provide you with more opportunities to be angry. That's what I mean by like attracting like. So I had some understanding of this already when I was in an abusive relationship, but not nearly enough of an understanding. And when I look back, I can see how this angry energy just spilled over into all areas of my life. Especially with my children. Because I was a stressed out mess, and it was because of the mess my abusive ex partner was making of my life and of the kids' lives, I held on to a ton of anger. And although this anger was justified, the more I held on to anger, the more it spilled out into the rest of my life. And I seem to just have a cycle of reasons to be angry. During that time, fun was something that I perceived that other people experienced. I really did. I really thought that fun was not for me because I was too consumed with another emotion that was really negative. Sadly, having fun with my kids was really hard because I was so consumed by this negative energy. Now, I still took joy in seeing them play and in watching them just being kids and being carefree. That I guess I was just living vicariously through my kids and being the person who needed to be the adult, the responsible adult. um, I really appeased myself and placated myself that it was enough to see my children happy. And I'm sure there'll be many other listeners who will listen to this and relate to this because one of the things that you do... uh, as a parent is your self-sacrificing so you will sacrifice your own happiness in order to see your child be happy because their happiness is more important to you than your own so you will sacrifice the things that you really desire for yourself in your life to try and ensure that your children can experience that And this is certainly true for me. So I realise now that the more that I stayed in this cycle um, and in the cycle of abuse, the more of the same things I was attracting into my life. And I'm not talking about the spiral Um, of life there's this cycle um, of abuse and life is cyclic and that's why abuse fits into this into a cycle but I will just say that there are positive cycles and there are negative cycles and depending on which one you are caught up in this is why the law of attraction works this way and you will continue to attract more of the same because this is what is in the cycle that you are in. So I really mean it when I say that I'm not rattling this off to you thinking that you should have all of this under control and you should be able to just let go of anger at the click of the fingers. But um, I, I do know that the whole issue is that someone else is exerting control and messing with you and with your life. So very late in the piece of my cycle of abuse I became acquainted with the serenity prayer and this prayer is great to help understand the need for us to let go of what is not in our control and focus our energies on what is within our control. So for anyone who doesn't know the serenity prayer it goes like this, God Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, when you apply this to what is making you angry, you can ask yourself questions to help you work out if there is a way that you can unburden yourself from some of the weight of the anger so that you can create space for some other positive emotions to come in that will help you attract more positive things into your life instead of the negative things which anger will attract to you. You can ask yourself Questions like this, with the thing that is making me angry, what is not within my power to change? For example, can I change the person or the person's thoughts, intentions, responses, attitudes, behavior? The answer to that question is no, you cannot change another person. So, invariably, we only ever have control over ourselves. So, do you want that person to have the power over you by you carrying the weight of bitterness and resentment that robs you of peace and joy? No, I don't think so. And this leads you to the next question to ask yourself what can I do to stop feeling so angry the answer may be to remind myself that the more anger bitterness and resentment I hold on to the more opportunities will show up for me to experience more of the same emotions So I will work on letting go. What helps me to experience more positive emotions is a great question to ask. Another one is, can I take myself off for half an hour to go for a walk and clear my head and level out? Is that possible? Or maybe you respond well to guided meditations and you could ask yourself, can I spend some time in guided meditations to help me experience stillness, calm and lightness? Maybe you enjoy having a diary or a journal and writing to get things out. So you could ask yourself, can I spend some time journaling? about things to be grateful for, to shift my focus to the good things in my life. And you can ask yourself, what can I do to make sure that he does not steal all my power? And that could be already advanced and some of those things in some of the... Activities that you can participate in to get your power back, like walking, like meditating. Maybe can you have a talk to a trusted friend? That's really, really good to share. Share the things that are making you feel so angry and frustrated with a friend and just unburdening yourself and getting things off your chest so you're not holding on to everything. Maybe you can take a bit of time out and watch an inspirational movie, something that will really help to give you an appreciation about some of the good things in life again can you gain support from a group that is going through similar things to yourself? So you are very, very welcome. If you're not already a member of the rise up with TRS, tears and triumphs Facebook group to join and become a member. Um, I post in there pretty much daily. And um, there's always something there in the form of teaching support Um, inspiration to help with challenges and there's also a line of communication there if you need some support so it's a great group to be a part of and I really encourage you to to join up now there's yeah there's it's a free free space it's a safe space so yeah please explore that if it's safe for you to do that Um, now another thing that you could do to help let go of the anger is get some counseling to help you unload all of the weight of what you're going through counseling is really super important i would say you know that it's appropriate the most appropriate um, time to start this is actually when you're in the victim phase if you can possibly tap into counseling even at that point Um, if it's safe for you to do so, I encourage you to do so because you will gain so much from being able to just talk things through with a counsellor and just unburden yourself, unload it. And when you get it out into the open, when you are speaking it out loud, it helps you to think through things and it helps you to then make some choices about what you can or cannot do instead of have holding it all and internalizing it all where it's just like this weight um and when it's just this weight you can't sort of differentiate between which part of this weight is something that i can actually let go of right now what what can i actually tap into here and um do to lighten up this weight that i'm carrying and um what Can I do to actually help me to get the strength I need to uh, keep persevering through these challenges while I'm still carrying this weight with me? What can I do to stay positive? What can I do to stay proactive in this situation? Something I used to do, which you know might sound a bit mad, and I'd be the first to say to you that I am a bit mad. And I'm quite happy to say that. I think that um, there's a great song by Seal called Crazy. And it's very true. I think that you've got to be a little bit crazy in life to get through uh, life and all the challenges that you face in life. A little bit of craziness actually does stand you in good stead. So I'm the first to admit that I am uh, a little bit crazy. And something that I used to do um, when I was in a cycle of abuse, and I was just feeling that frustration, that huge frustration of this is all too much for me. this is unmanageable. I am feeling so frustrated right now, and what I would do is um, there was a tunnel that I would drive through and It was just so noisy in this tunnel that I would feel safe enough to wind down my window and just scream and let out a big scream, a rip roaring scream. And this again helped me to get some of this outside of myself, get this weight off me that I didn't need to be carrying or want to be carrying around. And so Um, it was quite a sort of primal exercise but if you have a big open space that you feel safe doing this um, it's quite yeah it's quite a good exercise to try to just try and release some of that pent up emotion that you're holding up on to another thing because um Every ang- every emotion has a different sort of energy, and anger's energy is quite physical, and can be vented through physical exercise. That's why anything like boxing or walking or gardening or running or anything else that allows you to expel that energy, like even like house cleaning or rearranging the furniture, they're all good things at helping you to let go of the anger. And another thing that they do, they not only let go of anger, but they rebalance you and help you to get more grounded. And when you are grounded, then grounding helps you to take a step confidently forward. So it's really important to do these exercises, these kinds of physical exercises that help empower you. Just without even thinking consciously about it um, it's really important to to do some form of exercise so yeah I, even if you've got nothing to um, to box with other than a pillow use a pillow and just you know get physical and and do a bit of boxing with the pillow and you'll find you're able to release some of that pent-up emotion so it's all about finding safe ways To release this pent-up anger, that is a very destructive, um, very destructive emotion to hold on to um, when it's no longer serving you. And you need to have other emotions to be able to attract other emotions, good emotions, into your life, and to help create that space for you to have that strength that you need to get through all of your challenges. So um, you could ask yourself, can I learn more about how I can take care of myself through the uncertainty? So self-care, again, plays a part in it. And part of what anger actually prevents us from doing is from taking time out to look after ourselves properly so if you don't have an awareness of this try and have a little bit more of an awareness around this and say how is you know am I taking care of myself properly when I'm angry or is this angry energy getting in the way of me taking care of myself properly and um I would be surprised if you said that it isn't getting in your way. It would be very, very much expected that it would be getting in your way of taking care of yourself. So it's really important to reflect on that and see this is a very good reason to find ways to let go of some of that pent-up anger. Can I think about what I need to do to leave and break the cycle of abuse? So this this is something which we can have this conversation and one of the biggest misconceptions about abuse people will often say why doesn't she just leave well people who ask that question don't understand the complexities of an, a cycle of abuse they don't understand how difficult it is to have the means to break free from the cycle or the opportunity to break free from the cycle. So, um, but while you are unsure about whether to stay or go in the relationship, there's a couple of things which you can do to help you stay proactive about that. And one of those things is to. A have a safety plan. So a safety plan is um, basically looking at your the place that you live, um, what you have access to in terms of transportation, um, what you have in terms of communication, and also just things like your basic documentation. So making sure that you have important legal documents like your driver's license, your passport, um, your bank cards, you have uh, anything where you've got uh, insurances, just the sort of information which you might require to take with you if you had to leave everything behind, just those important um, things that identify you and allow you to access your accounts and have control over your accounts they're the types of things that are really important to include in a safety bag and a safety plan will be something that you'll have in place so if worse comes to worse you know and you have to leave at the drop of a hat because your safety is in danger then you've got a safety plan. You know who you'll call, you know the order of who you'll call. Um, you'll have those numbers pre-programmed into your phone. You'll have things like I I completely encourage and recommend you to have a battery pack for your uh, cell phone or your mobile phone so that if you do need to leave all of a sudden and you are not able to recharge that you have a power pack that will allow you to recharge your your phone because your phone is your lifeline it's your line of communication to the rest of the world and it's really important that you have access to this and you know that it's reliable it's not going to um run out of power while when you most need it so um having knowing you know people like say the helpline to call if you need to go into a refuge that's a really important number to have on hand um, and any other sorts of you know numbers like the police any a trusted neighbor trusted friend Um, trusted family member. So anybody who you know is a trusted person who can give you support at your time of need, it's really important that their contacts are all at your fingertips. So um, it's also good to have a conversation with somebody who's trusted to let them know if in the event that this happens, I need you to do whether that means call the police or whatever it is that you need them to do or you need them to take care of your pets or whatever it is think a bit ahead about those kinds of things because at the time um you don't want um something like caring for a pet to be the thing that stands in the way of you leaving because you have to go because your safety is at risk so i know i've been in that situation before and um after the first time i learned from that experience to uh to get a friend a trusted friend to be ready Um, if I needed to, if I and the children needed to flee at a moment's notice, that I had somebody who I knew would come in and had access to my property and could get my pets and take care of my pets during any absences that I needed to be away. Um, So these, these sorts of things are great to give thought to. And it might seem really daunting to be thinking about these things because you don't want to be in this position. Nobody wants to be in this position of having to face being uprooted and having to leave their home because of an abusive partner. Nobody wants to be in that position. So it's not a nice thing to think about. Um, There are lots of Safety plans, but just because it's not a nice thing to think about, and don't think as though you're jinxing yourself by having a safety plan in place. Just think of having a safety plan a bit like any business. Even if you're thinking about schools or hospitals or anywhere, everybody has a duty of care to uh, the people who are in their building. And so just think of it that way your house is just a building and if your house isn't safe then you need to leave your house and go somewhere that's safe and so schools and the like and hospitals and pretty much everywhere has they have emergency drills in place so that if there is any imminent danger everybody must evacuate and there'll be an evacuation plan so this is exactly the same this is not saying that this is going to happen to you by creating a plan this is just being um, prudent and by saying giving yourself um, some reassurance that if anything does happen at least you're not going to be in a you're not going to be so panicked at that time because you don't know how you're going to respond in those moments with the fight, flight, freeze response. Um, You don't know whether you're going to stand up and fight at that time. You don't know whether you're going to flee and you don't know whether you're just going to freeze. And so in that instance where you feel like freezing, you've got your safety plan, which is you know what it is so you've got those steps in front of you and you know that the first step is this this first step is this you know or you have a safe room in your house and you know that you you've got your phone on you all the time you go to your safe room um, which has a lock on it you make sure that you know you have access to calling emergency services straight away you know that you have like an another exit out of the the house, if you can't get out your front door, you know that the, there's another way that you can get out in a hurry. It's just giving forethought to all those sorts of scenarios that is really, really important and having that safety bag with your important possessions that you could just pick up at a moment's notice. Nobody likes to leave their life behind in their home, but All of that is secondary to your safety because you can come back to that. And even if you have to replace things, they're things at the end of the day. It's about you having a life to continue on with and a life to rebuild your life with. So um, this is really important. And uh, there's plenty of safety plans around on the Internet to research them and see what um what resonates with you and your situation. So um, yeah, really encourage you to do that. It is empowering. And I am about giving you empowering tools to navigate your challenges. Okay. So um so that's that's a big one that kind of took us a little bit off track, but it's a super important one. Okay. So I just want to just say this, okay, when we focus on what we can do, it helps us to not be swallowed up by the victim mentality, okay? Narcissistic people want to steal your power because that keeps you dependent on them. It helps them to stay in control of you. This is why it is so important to stop thinking about what you can't do and think about what you can do, I used to rearrange my home and do big, big cleans and this was because it was something that was still in my control. Even though I wasn't fully conscious at the time that this is the reason why I was doing this, I did have some awareness that this helped me to affirm to myself that there were still some things that were in my control. So I want you to understand that letting go of anger is in your best interests. I haven't even gotten close to talking about forgiveness. That's another conversation for another time. But understanding how critical it is to you attracting more of what you you desire deep down in your heart of hearts like to be carefree to be happy to be relaxed to feel safe to feel secure now this all starts with you having an awareness of the power of emotions when it comes to the universal law of attraction where like attracts like With an awareness of emotions like anger and how much they keep you from the emotions you want to experience when you hold on to them, you can, this can help you find ways to let go. So, there is a very wise saying you can either choose to get bitter or get better. So, I hope that in the things that I teach, that you can see that you are powerful deep down and that there are ways for you to turn your life around for the better. All of the things that I share are here to help you navigate your challenges. I haven't even touched on the way life spirals for us which again is another example of the law of attraction and how it works. I will leave that for another episode but if you are harboring a lot of anger, bitterness and resentment I want you to understand that holding on to it will continue to weigh you down, uh, heavily weigh you down and will block the flow of good things into your life. I hope that this makes sense and I hope that this helps. So I'm trying to see if you can flip this a bit by learning ways to let, not only to let go of your anger But to also work on the things that will help you return to a place of calm, which is really super important to unblock that flow for you to allow a flow of goodness to come in. So when you start doing things where you are feeling calmer again, feeling a bit more in control of yourself And then you are doing perhaps things where you're trying to see the good in life again by doing different sorts of exercises, whether it's watching an inspirational movie or whether it is journaling, whether it is writing down five things to be grateful for in your life redirect that focus away from that anger let that anger go because there is a good life that awaits you on the other side so i hope that this helps and i send you lots and lots of love we all go through dark times when we do we often feel alone This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship. And for a long time, I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. But when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. note of encouragement if you are struggling with your mental health please reach out for support with some form of counselling if you don't know where to start to find a counsellor a good place to start is to talk with your doctor there are also many online counselling supports available and a word of advice if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiaras, Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow. Hosted by me, Sandy J. This program. Provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset. Spells out how to spot the red flags. Advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning. Gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough. Teaches empowerment strategies acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving the show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side who share their stories and insights as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au Hey now. Can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today sending you lots of love and light and above all else wishing you well you are brilliant keep shining stay safe sandy